Previously on Woman to when Woman. When you're ready to be a godly wife, God will send the godly husband yes. your way and you'll be found. But you, you really do have to spend your time honoring God mm -hmm. and understanding who you are in Christ. Yes. And then be able to appreciate your husband as, you know, your brother in Christ. You know, yes, we're, we're becoming one, but we're also brothers and sisters in Christ. Right. And we always have to honor each other. Yes in that light. Okay, next question. I have been married to my husband for 22 years. My husband and I are Christians. My husband promises to do things for me and he doesn't keep his word. I have reached a point that I don't trust him. What should I do? Uh, trust God. You should trust God. Uh, you, should, you should go to 1 Peter 3, verses mm -hmm. 1 through 4. And you should meditate on those passages of scriptures. Because what God is telling us in that scripture is that when we follow him, when we're obedient to him, and we love, respect, and, and honor, and submit, and do all the things that's necessary that he requires us to do for his man, mm -hmm. regardless of not whether or not his man is doing the things what he deserves, right. then he obligates himself to step into our situation and take there, take care of that. And the reason why we, when we talked about the previous question, the reason why it's necessary to have um, uh, uh, a significant other or the, the other next person, their boyfriend or the, uh, your husband who is a born-again Christian is because they can, ha they can hear from God. Exactly, yes. And God will get them. And God will talk to them and deal with them in a way that they cannot turn it down. Especially when you have a man whose heart is for God. Right. And, and the other thing is that if, if you can't deal, you shouldn't be dealing with a man who doesn't have a heart for God. Because if he doesn't have a heart for God, I can tell you he's not going to have a heart for you. It's just not going to be happening. He's probably got a heart just for himself. Um, now, don't go further talking about, well, what about the man? That's, that's between God and the man. You deal with what's between you and God and let God deal with that man. Because if you don't, and I can probably prophesy what you do when your husband's promised you something and then he don't throw, go through on his promise, then you're all upset, you got an attitude, you're doing all the, the things that the world has taught us, and none of the things that the world has taught us fits into a Christian marriage. Mm -hmm. uh, so what, you know, again, is having that biblical view, of uh, that Bible view of what God says. What he, and, and what he's telling us is to honor our husband, to love him, respect him. You may be the only person in this world that loves him and respects him and honor him. Um, but you be that person. And don't let nobody do more than you, better than you. So you just have to put aside all your, your, your feelings and all the things that react to 
these worldly things that's going on, put it all aside and just give it to God. And thank God for giving you a husband to, that will listen to him and obey him. Change your conf and make your confessions right. in line with that and confess it every day. And um, sometimes multiple times a day. Learn how to keep your mouth shut mm -hmm. and just smile. Mm -hmm. And because God will, all the things that your husband has promised you that he hasn't done, God will do for you. If you right. are obedient to his word. Right. God will make sure you get it done, get it. Right, right. And, you know, I don't know what kind of promises he was making that you're, you know, that you might be upset that he hasn't kept. You know, maybe it's, you know, he promised to take out the garbage every, every, mm -hmm. you know, week and he's not doing it. Or maybe it's, you know, he promised to stop drinking and hasn't done it. There's a lots of different, you know, uh, mm -hmm. there's a big range of what those promises might be. But, but whatever the case, um, if your husband is a Christian, um, you know, and even if he's not, um, your, your place as a Christian is to forgive him. Yes. Right, and sometimes that's easier said than done, um, but but that's your responsibility, and so that's really what you need to work on too, and realize that your husband didn't promise to go to the cross for you like Jesus did yep. for us. Right, right. So so keep keep that in focus that you know our, our salvation is intact, whether my husband is keeping these promises or not. Our salvation is intact, and so my responsibility as a wife is to pray for my husband and to forgive him for any kind of faults or yeah. failures that I might see. Yeah. Um, and maybe he's overextending himself. Maybe yeah. he's overpromising. Maybe this is just how he talks. I don't know. Um, but but these are these are points that you take to the Lord and let the Lord yeah. give you wisdom and understanding about it and knowing how to um, pray for your husband. Yes. I mean, if he really is like leaving you out there um, with unmet needs because yeah. he's not meeting his promises, then again, just like you said, you have to take it to the Lord. You can complain to your husband all you want to, mm -hmm. but until the Lord really arrests him to see what he's doing, he's not going to see it. Yep. And so, you know, you might have a hurt heart about that, that he's not hearing my voice when I'm saying, you know, you're, you're not keeping your promises. But trust God in this. Yes. And, and God will speak to him in a way that he can hear it and receive it. Because, um, you know, as, as wives, sometimes our husbands just can't mm -hmm. hear us, you know. Um, I know mine is like that. Yeah. Praise, praise Jesus. Um, and I have to just trust that God is able to speak to his heart mm -hmm. in the timing because God knows the right timing. God knows everything that's going on with him. Yep. He knows everything that's going on with me. And, and my trust has to be that God will communicate that. So, you know, you've been married for a long time, 22 years. Yeah. That's a long yeah. time. And um, so work on forgiveness, I would say, that, you know, you might have a stack of 22 years worth of, you know, unkept promises. Um, and, and that's not going to help you move forward in your marriage. Yeah. You've got to tack those to the cross, let the Lord deal with those, and work on forgiving your husband. Yeah, and uh, you just have to remember that and that's what most of us forget is that you have an enemy out there. Mm 
mm -hmm. who put pressure on you, who puts pressure on your husband mm -hmm. to try to break your marriage up. Yes. Um, it's not even him. It's the devil. He comes to still kill and destroy. And sometimes we help because of how we just hang on to stuff and refuse to let it go. Right. So now you just have to make, it, make a decision or let it go. Um, and then you have to make sure you don't ask him stuff when he ain't listening. Because usually for a man, a man, that's when when you get those empty promises. He don't want to say no, so he'll just shake his head and say yeah. And he don't even know what he's promising. Um, we, as, we as women need to understand that men do not understand our language. <laughs> this is true. This is and true. we don't understand their language. That's why we have to communicate. And a lot of Christian women mm -hmm. get very frustrated with that because, yep. oh, we're both Christian and we're doing this God's way. And so why do we have this communication problem? Right. It's because we still do, even as Christians, mm -hmm. communicate differently. Yes. We're, we're two individual people. Um, and so, yes, even though we're walking as one, that's a merger that takes time, yep. right? And learning how we talk and how we respond and the good times when you can talk to your husband and the, the not so good times, mm -hmm. you know, to talk to your husband, you know, um, but that's a learning process. Yes, it is. You don't talk to him when he watches sports. <laughs> <laughs> don't even talk to him. He might be saying yes, yes to the game. And you think he's saying yes to you. No. <laughs> So there's times you don't. You don't talk to him when he comes out in the door after work. He's trying to come down and relax. And then you're asking him whatever. So you have to have a time that you sit aside, that you, that you decide that you're going to, the two of you decide and agree that we're going to talk. Have a notebook where you go through. Sometimes, you know, when I first got married, one of the things that I had was a problem where you know, I would ask my husband things, and then I would just go do it. And he would like, why didn't you let me do that? Why did you? Because he wasn't moving fast enough, so I would get it done. So he said, he said it one time to me, but he never had, we never had to do it. And that was, um, let's write it down in a notebook, and I would sign it, and I would do it. Well, see, we never had to do that because he mentally decided that once she asked me to do something, I'm going to do it. Well, he's gotten really extreme with it now because now he's like, okay, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, you don't have to do it right now. We can wait. Nope, I'm thinking about it. Let me get it done. Um, but he, he started out the opposite way of just, you know, okay, it wasn't as important to him as it was to me. You know, so it, it came a time where it, if it came out of my mouth, it became important to him. You know, so that's why you got to even watch what you say exactly. and, and when you say it because, uh, you know, you can't be complaining to them and always talking about them or whatever. You know, it's just, to me, it's amazing what people will say to each other and say to people that they love. And they don't mean it, but they said it. Mm -hmm. And especially to your children, to kids, you can't make statements to them about, um, well, I don't want to hear what you got to say. And all they know, that's every time you say something, that's what they hear. He don't want it. Daddy don't want to hear what I say. Mama don't want to hear what I say. They don't. So now they're not talking to you. 
They won't mm -hmm. say anything to you. That's not what you want. No. So you have to think about what you're going to say before you say it. So don't you don't cripple them from talking to you about everything. Because mm -hmm. believe me, especially in this day and time, right. you want your children to talk to you about everything. Right. And you want your husband to talk you want to your you husband about to talk everything. To you about you everything. don't want to cripple him. Right? Yep. yep. So it's, uh, you know, and the other thing is that's really simple about this is that we have the wrong view of marriage. We have bought this Hollywood worldview of marriage. And, um, and it's not, you know, they're acting. They're playing. Um, <laughs> playing the part. <laughs> they play the part. You know, when you look how many people in Hollywood that has a marriage that has sustained any amount of time, there's not that many of them. Not at all. Um, so, you know, uh, you just have to, you have to throw that away and you have to go back to what God's idea, what God created marriage to be. And you have to stick to that because if you don't, you're going to have problems. And if you, even if you do, you're going to have problems because you're still dealing with individual people. You, right. you all are individual uh, people, but there won't be major problems because you'll know, okay, so this is not the right time to talk to him about this. Right. <laughs> so right. we'll come back and talk about it again at a different time. Uh, so it's in our approach and how we, re we respond to each other. You know, sometimes we get upset, but be quick to apologize. You know, if you bite your spouse's head off, with something that you said, uh, the, how you respond to them, just apologize. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have did that. That was wrong, and and it's over. Um, but if you don't, if you just do that every time that you don't want to talk, then um, he's gonna be he's gonna stop talking, or she's gonna stop talking, or you'll both stop talking. And uh, that's not the way God wanted um, a marriage to be. That's not His right. idea of marriage. Right. So we have to talk to each other, but we have the number one thing is you have to love each other. Um, so, and if you're not loving each other, then <laughs> you just are open field for the devil to do whatever he wants to do. Exactly. Yeah. And exactly. Um, so you have to love each other, and you have to pay attention, close attention to what it is to walk in love. You, you know, walk in love with you know how you can walk in love with everybody but your spouse. That doesn't make sense at all. And women, what we need to understand as women is who you decide to marry is um, very important. Because once you marry a man, that man becomes the most important person on earth in your life. And you have, to, according to the Bible, what First Peter tells us, you have to become an example or a, a live a lifestyle in front of him that would make him understand how much you love him, how much you respect him, how much you honor him, and how much you love God. And we as husband and wives need to understand that not only am I God's daughter, my husband is God's son. Mm -hmm. And he's just as concerned or, um, well, he's just as concerned about how I talk to him as he is about how he talks to me. Yes, indeed. So we have to make sure that we don't get ourselves in trouble by getting out of line. And we, that we do the things that we need to do in order to be the, the women and the men that God has called us to be.
and to be, in order to be the husbands and the wives that God has called us to be. You got to take care of that, of your husband, because he is God's son. And you got to take care of your wife, men, because I know what some of y'all that watch. You got to take care of your wife because she's God's daughter. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's part of discerning the Lord's body. And that's one of the things we don't you you don't discern each your you doesn't you don't take the time to treat your spouse like Jesus. Mm -hmm. And this is going to answer a lot of questions for a lot of you because that's why you sick. You get sick. You deal with things because you there's there are consequences to not obeying God's word. And it's not consequences that God put on you. It's that you you walk, you know, if this is a circle where God's protection is and you get out the circle, then you're open to the devil. And he could do whatever he wants to do for you, do to you. So you have to stay within that circle and your spouse is in that circle with you. You have to take care of them and you have to be gentle with them and loving and make sure that you do the things that's necessary. And mm -hmm. if, if when you have a problem, when there is something going on, talk to God about it. Um, and if you just need somebody in, the per, uh, pers uh, in person to talk to, make sure you go to someone who's right. going to agree what God's word says. And not with you. Or right. not with your husband. But with what, what God's word says about it. And walk you through that so you can stay in line with what God has said. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And and for for this this precious sister who has this question, you know, she's considering whether or not she can trust her husband. Yeah. And that's a real danger zone that the enemy pushes wives into. Right. You know, can I trust him? Is he really the man that I married? You know, did I marry the right person? And all that kind of stuff that the enemy will just start speaking into your yep. ear if you really allow him that audience. And, you know, like you were saying earlier, you really have to shut that voice of the enemy down in your life. Yes. And remember why... Uh, God put you and your husband together in the first place. Mm -hmm. And God's plan hasn't changed. Now, if there's sin, if there's abuse going on, you know, that's where you come and you get counsel. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Um, and, and, you, and you work through those, those issues in, in that way. You, you need help for that. Mm -hmm. But if it's just giving the enemy audience and, you know, you're just listening to the enemy about, you know, oh, he, he got, didn't keep his promise again. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, you can't trust him. You can't trust him. Well, that's how Hollywood works. You know, yeah. that's that's the stuff of Hollywood movies, like yes. we were saying. And and that's just um, that path, that push that the enemy will have mm -hmm. you down to not look at your husband as a child of God. Yeah. Um, and will get you off the path of being on your knees and praying for your husband, yes. yeah. right? And really praying for, for yourself that you are in a, a right relationship with the Lord to really see your husband for who the Lord created him to yeah. be and be able to minister to him that way. Right, right, exactly. So you just, you want to make sure you, you pray for him, you confess the word over him, mm -hmm. you begin to, you have to begin to see mm -hmm. your husband the way God sees him. And uh, talk about your husband the way God, way God sees him. Mm -hmm. um, 
talk up, call those things and be not as though they were. Exactly. You know, if there's areas in your husband's life that he's not doing, begin to confess the word over. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, hopefully you know. he'll do that for you as well. Yeah. But even if he doesn't, you still yeah. you still need to do it for him because that's what we're called to do as wives. Right. Right. And this is the, this is the thing. And I know somebody asked me to do a teaching of this on online, but this is the thing about friendships. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to be friends. Right. Um, and one of the responsibilities, the reason, you know why the reason why you don't have that many really friends, you know, you have acquaintances, but you don't have that many friends because your friends, you have a responsibility to pray for them. Mm -hmm. And that number one friend that you praying for is your spouse. Right. And, um, you know, we don't pray for them. We don't confess the word over them. We don't pray for them. We just, you know, well, you're a Christian, so you should do the right thing. Well, right. you're a Christian. Do you do the right thing all the time? You need help. You need somebody to pray for you. You know, so um, learn to pray for your spouse right. and to believe God for him and to, uh, you know, to, you know, give, be patient and give him some, some, uh, some space mm -hmm. to do and to, to hear from God. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times, a lot of husbands can't hear from God because they're so busy hearing from their wives. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And we can't be our husband's Holy Ghost. Right. <laughs> that never works well. No, it doesn't. <laughs> that is always a complete failure. failure. <laughs> Major failure. Yeah. Yep. So uh, learn to depend on God and learn to, tr you trust God. So learn, let him have and handle it. You deal with yourself. Let, hus let God deal with your husband because there is nothing you can convince your husband to do or to, how to change, there you can't do it. You know, I've tried, Cheryl tried, everybody done tried. Right. Right. <laughs> it don't work, you know. So, um, you know, just the biggest, the, be the best support is just to pray for them mm -hmm. and just confess. And the big, the, the thing that I love the most about just praying for them and confessing the word is that God will talk while you're praying for him and confessing the word, God will talk to you about you. Yes. Yes. Because it always starts with us. Yes. And how we're perceiving things yep. or how we're prioritizing things, how we're hearing things, right. how we're reading the situation and listening to that negative voice on mm -hmm. our shoulders, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, God will tell you who told you. Remember he told Adam and Eve in the Bible when right. they said they were they were naked? Right. He said, who told you that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. The devil told him. Right. So what is it that you're being told is being told to you by the devil? So, and that you, got, you have to pay attention to that. So just love him and pray for him and trust God to deal with him. Like, give him the space. Give God the space to do it. Get out the kitchen. Let God do the cooking. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> All right, next question. Help, my coworker has been talking to me about a triangle she's involved in. I've offered advice and I don't want to hear about it anymore. How can I politely tell her this in a godly manner? Witness to her. Talk to her about Jesus. Whenever she talks to you about her triangle, you talk to her about Jesus. You tell, them how, tell her how good Jesus is in your life. Before you know her, she's going to say, I don't, 
I don't want to hear that, so she'll stop talking to you. You don't even have to cut it off. She'll cut it off. So you just, you know. I learned this as a little girl. Uh, we were, as we were growing up, and my dad, my granddaddy was a point in his life where he was drinking all the time. And he would call us, and he's drinking. And we didn't want to hang up on our granddaddy. So we asked our daddy. I said, well, so, Daddy, what should we do? He said, just talk to, start talking to him about Jesus. Sure enough, the minute we start talking about Jesus, he hung up. <laughs> so we were like, okay, that's what we'll do. So we don't have to hang up. We never had to hang up on him. Uh, there's, there's multiple ways to do things in life without being rude and without, you know, just being nasty to somebody. Uh, my daddy, I remember my daddy used to, uh, with, with uh, my grand, with our children, with his, all of his grandkids, you know, that's a lot of us. It was 12 of us in the house. And so when you have our grandkids and stuff around, that's a lot of kids. <laughs> and your daddy never wanted, um, my dad never wanted to say, you know, no to his grandkids. I'm not going to play with you or whatever. So he would just gently pinch him. <laughs> and uh, so he would pinch him. Just, and he would, it would be like a playful thing. He would pinch him. But they got tired of all those pinches. So now they just said, well, we're going to do something else. <laughs> um, never, never a hurtful pinch, but you just got, you know, that if you, especially if you pinch them in the same area, then it, it gets irritated. Pay attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it gets irritated. So, um, you know, he just, he just found a way to deal with his grandkids without saying, get away from me. I don't want to play with you no more. <laughs> uh, but so there's, there's ways that you could do things. So. And the, and, the, and the Lord will help you and show you what ways will work with particular people. Mm -hmm. But when you have people that are talking to you about their, their sin, right. then right. the number one thing that you can do is talk to them about God. Right. right. You know, you shouldn't be even doing that. You shouldn't even be involved in that mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. You know. Right. This is what the Lord, just start to telling them scripture. Right. I mean, you know, talk to them about the ultimate, mm -hmm. you know, not their triangle, but, you know, the Father, the Son, and the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, you just, just change the conversation in, in that way. Um, because really they're, they're caught up in the, yeah. the ways of the world yes. and thinking that what they're doing is okay. And they're really, um, sounds like they're, they're uh, putting it out there on you, like glamorizing it. Um, or, um, you know, s trying to suck you into it right. possibly, you know, and, and that's something that you really have to come, come against in a very strong, definitive way. Um, and talking about, you know, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is a way to do that. But they, obviously your witness is not as strong as it should be because they believe that they can have this level mm -hmm. of conversation with you. Um, a couple, couple of weeks ago, um, I was at a hockey game with, with my son, mm -hmm. and the parents were really riled up. Um, and so one of the parents was coming against the other parent, you know, swearing at him, cursing at him, and then came after the wife, like, wanting to fight her. And like, this is crazy, mm -hmm. right? So um, this woman, uh, she went out to the parking lot, and I happened to be following her, and I'm like, you know, we, we just need to 
to tame this down. It's all about the kids. And she turned around and started coming after me mm -hmm. and, you know, cussing and swearing at me. It's like, oh, no, not in the name of Jesus, you know. And so the, the other parents on our team knew that I'm a pastor. And they're like, oh, she didn't know what she was doing. She thought she could say that to you. I'm like, no, we calmed it down. Mm -hmm. um, once she knew that she couldn't speak like that to me because I wasn't going to meet her there. Yeah. And so it sounds like this coworker is kind of having a good time with you mm -hmm. because they can share all this and maybe watch you squirm a little bit. Yeah. And you really have to shut that down and say, you know, we can talk about Jesus, but... I don't want to hear about this sin. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. So, okay, well, I, um, we're going to have to call it um, ourselves um, the end of this service. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just thank you for watching us. And again, for all three of the, those questions, you should, uh, um, if you can possibly come in for counseling, Mm -hmm. uh, and get counseling from, like I said, someone that believes the word and is going to give you God's view on it, right. then you should do that um, because we cannot, we don't have the specifics on what your questions were about, and hopefully we covered what you were asking. But just in case we didn't, you need to be able to go uh, to go in and find some, uh, you know, a church or someone that is going to um, counsel you the right way. I mean, you can call Word of Faith and, um, you know, even if you're not in the vicinities, we may be able to locate somebody that is in your vicinity that you can go through, go to and talk to. But for most of these questions, uh, most most of it is a, a counseling bit, too, because it's um, it's just it's so many ways it can go. And it's not in a situation where we can ask like today we can't ask, well, what kind of promises did he make, right. you know? whatever right. so um and it may not be even been about a promise you know it might have been your idea of what a promise but it may not be his idea of what a promise is right. uh so you know we need just need to right um you know right. you need to have somebody that that can ask you questions about what you're asking so we can really solve what's going on in your life mm -hmm. and so we hope that um we pray that we were able to help you today um, and thank you again for joining us. And um, we will see you next week. God bless you. We love you. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Thank you. Is there room for improvement at your house? Have the fires of marital bliss turned to smoldering embers in your marriage? Do you wonder how you and your spouse will ever see eye to eye and live together in harmony? Are financial pressures and conflicts about child raising have you at each other's throats? You don't have to have severe problems to realize there's room for improvement in your home and family life. Order your copy of Home Improvement today. In this book, Keith A. Butler and his wife, Deborah L. Butler, offer candid solutions from God's Word for marriages in crisis, as well as marriages caught in the doldrums of old routines and the cares of everyday life. Whether you have a family crisis or just want to enhance your family's relationships, you can improve the quality of your home life from the teaching contained in this book. Order Home Improvement by Bishop and Pastor Deborah Butler today 
Available now at eStore.keithbutler.org.